What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Out of Sight. And my name is Dylan Reese. Gang. Hello, Dylan Reese. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. I'm in a, I'm in a hotel in Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, uh, Virginia. I like it. Yeah. Weirdly, this is my fourth time here. This is one of my, like stronger markets on this tour like me personally so very random well you know virginia got a lot of flavor so that makes sense dude i just had a fire chicken and waffles place this morning Uh uh-huh and i had chicken jalapeno queso waffle wow it was that sounds like the itis no i'm good I'm, i'm good to go Oh, good. It wasn't like my huge. Thing is, it was just whenever very tasty. I eat something like that, which I do often, I just need to take a nap. Which <laughs> is your body saying that ain't that ain't really this ain't for you right now. But I yeah, eat it anyway. I understand. It wasn't like a that's huge the road, portion. Though. That's the road. To, yeah. It was just a nice little flavor in the morning. It was nice. I like that. And they were playing the, the jams. The, that's in the that. one thing about the road. There's so much good food. Yeah, for sure. They were playing the jams in that mm. little shop too. It was tight. How uh how's tour been? Really good. Uh we're having a great time. Really in a groove now. My set is uh really really good at this point. First couple, you know, we're all just getting used to each other and whatnot, but Sure. We're in a groove, feeling good. Um getting pretty close with uh the other acts on tour too, so we're all we're all just having a, a great time, honestly. It's great. Wonderful. Wonderful. It's like it's like basketball. You develop more chemistry the more you play together. A hundred percent, yeah, for sure. So how much more time you got left on the road? Um, tonight will be the eighth show out of twenty two. Uh, you got so, AKA yeah. you got plenty of time. We're about a third of the way in right now. Uh and then I have my home show, which I'll have to fly back for from LA and then fly back to do our show together. Uh, which if I feel like listening got, is in LA. Yeah. Me out of sight, Carter Reeves at the Echo on December fourteenth. <clears throat> yes, please go get some tickets. Support, support, support. December fourteenth. It's a Saturday night. It's the early show. <coughs> and we'll be celebrating um, your new project also, which is great. We're gonna be celebrating the new project. We're gonna be celebrating life, liberty, and the pursuit of having a good time. And uh <clears throat> yeah, be there, be square. It's the early show. Look, you get out, you get a little dinner, you catch the show, you go out, call it a night. It's an evening. Let's go. It's definitely an evening. We're going to have a blast. So be there. <coughs> be a good time. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um how much have you been catching hoops? Have you been watching hoops on the road from the from the streams? It's it's tough too, but I have been a little bit. I've been more active on NBA Twitter than ever just because I can stay in the loop that way but i haven't seen like full games really which sucks well nba twitter then but you know speaking I'm over of here chemistry trying to, trying to build a business and a career so i can watch basketball later i think <laughs> well if you've been on nba twitter <clears throat> i think you've uh, heard a little something about the knicks i think we got to lead off with my guys this 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 week huh yeah i was going to let you take the take the range from the jump off of on that note, yeah, <clears throat> seeming like the one of the bigger stories now in the NBA, uh, especially because it's very LOL Knicks as usual dysfunction. Right. right. Uh, little backstory: Sunday Knicks 
<clears throat> coming off a strong road win in Dallas, beating Porzingis and Luca on their home floor. A lot of good vibes. Mm-hmm. Frank Nilakina with his best game as a pro. Yeah, you texted me about it, morning. of course. He was on the cover of the New York Daily News and the Post. Um, I mean, look, he had a phenomenal game. It was what it was. Knicks fans are starting to think, oh, okay, maybe we got a little something going on here. Not to say that we're good or they're good, but like, okay, some of these young guys are starting <coughs> to play hard. Maybe this will be a fun season. Uh, even just seeing, you know, them compete, right? I mean, the 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 week before, in a close game in Boston, uh, <clears throat> they lost by three, but they played hard. Uh, RJ played well, Neil Aquina played well, Knox played well, and you start to say, okay, young guys, figuring mm-hmm. it out. Fast forward to Sunday. You got a home game. Knicks had a home game versus the Cleveland Cavaliers, another one of these young teams, have some talent, figuring it out. Got Kevin Love. They got Garland. They got Colin Sexton. They got some guys who can score. Tristan Thompson's playing really well, actually, on a contract year. Surprise. Uh, But you figure you got to compete in this game. It's your home court. Even if you're not going to win because you're not a good team, you compete. Well, Knicks go down 20 in the first quarter, end up losing by 25. The game's never close at all. And what would be a normal just coach coach post-conference, you know, press conference, (laughs) post-game press conference, uh, out comes the two-headed GM of the Knicks, the president of basketball operations, Steve Mills, and the general manager, Steve Perry, Scott Perry, Mm-hmm. And they are just laying into the team and talking about Fizdale and just really dysfunction at its highest level. Something you don't really see, especially from the Knicks. They're known as a pretty anti-media kind of team. I mean, you know, look, I'm going to go on my own rant here. You see this kind <laughs> Look, you're seeing all this as an outsider. You're just a basketball fan. I mean, what's your first take? Um, well, it always just seems like everyone is pointing the finger inside that organization. And no matter what coach you have, you guys aren't going to be fucking good this year. Right. So it's like the quicker you but guys But let me can... ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Ask me what you got to ask me. <clears throat> I totally get that. Fizdale has his hands tied. I think this is a really challenging team. You to think coach he's a bad because, coach? Yeah. You do? But I do, yes. But let me let me ask you this. Okay, I'm not expecting the Knicks to win, but you think they should be getting blown out by thirty on their home court? <coughs> They've been blown multiple times this season already to the Kings and the Cavs. No. But I'm also not surprised that that's happening. It's not like they're they're not better than anybody, to be honest. You know, like it shouldn't be getting blown out by teams like that. But at the same time, is that Fizdale's fault, or is that there's nine guys that are under twenty four years old and no one knows what the hell they're doing? Right, right. And I think there's something to be said about that for sure. But they go and bring in Randall Morris, Portis, Ellington. The whole story that they were selling was this will be a more competitive group because we brought these guys in. Well, we all know that every story that they sell you and your Nick fandom friends is a crock of shit. <clears throat> right. So I, so I don't think you should go off of 
what the story is. Look at what the reality is. The roster fucking sucks. <laughs> right. Am I wrong? No, and look, I agree. I think that's the that's the problem here is that every year there's a different plan. Every year there's a different story, and none of it sticks. Do I think Fisdale is the right coach for this group? No. Do I think it is, this group is easy to coach? No. You have a bunch of guys who want to shoot on prove-it prove contracts. You're going to have a very sticky ball, and that's what's happening. <coughs> you don't have any pl- – you know, you got a lot of shot takers, but you don't really have a lot of playmakers mm-hmm. off the bat. So mm-hmm. there's really no one breaking down defenses. There's no nobody making anything happen. It's a it's just a lot of one on one. Yeah, you got quote unquote tough guys, but you got to have guys who can, who can put the ball in the basket. You got to exactly. have guys who can break down a defense. You know, not just chuck anytime they they touch the ball. I mean, Julius Randle has been. God awful. He is a walking turnover, mm-hmm. and I just think it's. I don't. I, you know, look, Dylan. You heard me in the beginning of the season. I said this team was going to stink. What didn't I? Yeah, of course. You'd be crazy not to. I mean, I I I said under twenty five wins, and I and I believe that. Right. Do I think firing Fizdale changes anything? No, but the bottom line is. Look no further than Steve Mills. The that that's the real thing here. Steve Mills has to go. That, and that's he, what I was he, getting at. He's it's, been. It's more of a yeah. deep organizational issue than who the head coach is and who's calling X and O's. Like, it, no one's making the right decision for the past ten fucking years, twenty years, you know. And he's been there through it all, and I don't know what he that's has what on James Dolan, where he's survived like a freaking cockroach. But enough <laughs> is enough, and. and you know, when he hired Scott Perry to be his GM, he's he hasn't left Perry's side yet. So mm-hmm. this has definitely been Mills's operation. And, you know, Mills sold D- Dylan a bag of goods saying he can get, you know, uh, free agent meetings. He didn't even get them. He got no free agents. Now he's trying to sell him a bag of goods on, oh, we got a competitive roster. We spent all this money, but we could compete and create, still have flexibility. And now he's trying to make Fisdale his fall guy. Mark Jackson ain't going to cut it. No one's going to cut it. No one's making this team good. Mills has to go. Fisdale is going to go. This whole thing, again, is just a total, absolute shit show. And, you know, the only people who really suffer are the Knicks fans. But this goes back to why what KD said, why (laughs) KP left. Because of this, Knicks fans can... Sit there and retweet one for eleven KP lowlights and be happy that KP's miserable. But you could be as mad as you want. But guess what? The kid was right. Get yeah. the fuck out of Dodge. Right. The same reason KD was like, I don't want a meaning. The Knicks aren't cool because they're not. This is why they got no, no culture, no order, just nonsense, and they get away with it <coughs> because they're just worth a lot of money. And I think, you know, overall, it's not surprising. And, you know, it, it, it's just the same old, same old, man. I mean, yeah. it's, just, it's just craziness, really. Listen, before this turns into the uh, out of sight, just hates the Knicks every week podcast, uh, I just right. want to say I agree with everything you're saying. But mm-hmm. I also want to make this note of... I mean, I think part of what we do is we try to 
I mean, we're just giving our perspectives. Like we're just a couple knuckleheads at the end of the day. But also, I think a lot of people that listen to our podcast are more casual fans than anything else. And maybe they just like our music right. or think we're funny or whatever. <clears throat> it's not like we have, you know, thousands of basketball junkies that are listening to us because they probably think the same shit we do. So it wouldn't even matter. <clears throat> but I think that a lot of casual fans will see a coach get fired and then they just think that coach sucks or whatever. He gets a bad rep. <clears throat> it's kind of an impossible situation. Uh, sure. No one's going to guide this Knicks team to the playoffs. Like, you know, so it's just nope. like you got to look at what's being given to you and what you're working with. And yep. just, I don't know, have a bit of an understanding of why the business of basketball works the way it does rather than just black and white, good and bad, this guy sucks, this guy's great type thing. And I think that happens way more than it should, in especially on things like NBA Twitter, like we were talking about, you know? Totally. And look, you know, for Fisdale, I think he was brought in here to recruit because he's a really likable guy right. and a player's totally. coach. They weren't able to recruit. Um, <clears throat> then he's being sold as a player development guy. His yeah, rotations I, have I been met. I don't know about that. And his offense stinks. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It just didn't work. It happens. It's it's part of it's part of the game. And yep. that's that. I don't think there's anyone to blame for it. The Knicks are just going to fucking suck this year, and that's just what it is. They're probably going to suck for the next couple of years. It's just, what are you going to do? You got to. I mean, look, you know? you know, at the end of the day, this really always circles back all the way around to it starts at the, at the top. As long as James Dolan is there, this is a fucking shit show. Of course. And here we are again. Which we've made this point so many times. So everybody, like you said, here we are again. But I, but Steve Steve Mills has to go, and I, and I think <laughs> after this year he'll be out. So, uh, you know. But look, it's a big story. Um, a lot of people are talking about it in the in the, in the NBA world. So yeah, of course we had to cover that. it. Of course. Um, of course. Let's get something uh, but, a know, little surprise. Little more surprise. Spicy. The Knicks. Yeah, surprise, surprise. The Knicks are uh, bad. But you know who's not bad, Dylan. Yes, I do. The Boston Celtics. Ah, uh, it's not what I thought we were gonna say, but yeah, they're they're pretty good. They're the Boston bad. Celtics have won eight in a row, the longest streak of Kemba's career. From wow, that's horrible. I didn't realize that. Jalen Brown last night, twenty five, eleven, and three. Look, I mean, should I say it? Let's let's hear it. This team's way better without Kyrie. Yeah. I agree with Ky- that. Kyrie for Kemba, A+. Plus. <laughs> it just seems like everyone else believes in him more than they ever did uh, Kyrie. Everyone else on the team. I'm it saying. seems like Kyrie's kind of just a drain because this team's – the Celtics are 8-1 and one with a plus 9 difference. Now, look, Gordon Hayward is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Off he's been playing bat. well. But he, didn't he get hurt? He just got hurt, which is unfortunate. He fractured his hand. That sucks. But they didn't have him last night, and they beat Dallas. You know, Marcus Smart held KP to one of 11. Marcus mm-hmm. Smart has always been able to guard KP. Mm-hmm. Well, he's fucking annoying. And he's just stronger. Yeah. <clears throat> but Luca I don't had know like, if you've caught any of the Celtics, but the Celtics are eight and one, bro. Yeah, I haven't really watched them, but I've seen it. <clears throat> they look pretty feisty from from what I can see. 
Uh, and I know that I know for a fact, just based on my group chat, that Boston is behind them. So they're very excited over there. Boston is, you know, look, they're a they're a rival to New York sports, but hell of a fucking sports town, huh? Not bad. Pretty good. You know, they run their organizations pretty well, too. You know, look, the Celtics got a lot of young talent right now. I like this team a lot. I'm I'm curious. I feel like they got to go get a big man, and they're, they're a legit contender. Dude, they still – Cantor hasn't even played. I know, but I, I'm thinking like a – like a, well, I don't think Steven Adams is the guy, but – yeah, like Evan a rim Turner. runner. Like an Evan Turner. Miles Turner. Miles Turner, dumbass me. <laughs> no, it's okay. Only like only like two months ago I'd be like Jalen Brown for Miles Turner. Who says no? But now I'm I don't know. I don't think I would do that if I was a Celtics. Right. I feel like Jalen Brown's kind of becoming a star. Well, we'll see. It's only nine games in. Would you do that trade? Um, Jalen Jalen Brown had thirty wet two nights ago, twenty five last. I would night. definitely I do mean, it if I was Indiana. Definitely, if I'm Indiana, I'm doing that because you got Sabonis. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. If I'm Boston, it's <clears throat> and Jalen Brown's twenty three. Yeah, I don't know, but I feel like the Celtics. If they can get like a a real sturdy big man, real, they got a real shot right yeah. now. I mean, yes, nine games in, but I mean, this is why we do this podcast. I'm here to overreact, bro. For sure. But they're young and they're good. <clears throat> Yo, let you me know? ask you this: they're, changing topics. Yeah. Didn't uh, Dion Waiters like smoke crack or some shit? What do you do? Dion Waiters ate. An edible gummy and had a panic attack. So what does that mean? So basically, Dion Waiters probably smokes weed or ingest oh, weed of for some sure. sort. So basically, with gummies, now they have all different kinds of levels of how much THC is in there. What happen? What can happen sometimes is that when you ingest weed rather than smoke weed, it can hit you differently. And it can take some time. So my my guess is that he ate a gummy or two, which were at a pretty strong, you know, milligram, mm -hmm. rig, you know, and it didn't hit him right away. And they're oh, they're, they taste like fucking gummy bears. So you're like not right. like opposed to eating another one. And he probably popped another one or two, and he got up in the air, and the shit hit him like a fucking ton of bricks. So it was on the plane, is, right? I think so, yeah. And let me tell you, I, I've had experiences like that. Not fun. Let me ask you because, this. Because, yep. Have you had experiences that like that while being a multimillionaire NBA player? Definitely not. But I think for him, I mean, you you got to figure that he was probably bugging out that like he was going to get caught maybe or he was going to get suspended or something like what what do you think he was bugging out about I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know at all that's why I was trying to figure it out but I just I don't know why I don't know he he just always yeah, seemed they, like Yeah they they tried to paint it like he ate one 
and it was like somebody somebody over like somebody uh gave him one and he ate it not knowing that it was going to make him feel like that he said he had a the new york post said he had a gummy overdose it just seemed like a classic Dion Waiters thing to happen. Like, he just always seemed like a bad decision maker. And I feel like the way the story came out was, like, not exactly what happened. He had a seizure when he was finally woken up, they said. Maybe that's unfair. So, and basically, homie, homie might have just ate so many that he just was passed tripping. out. Yo, here's what's crazy. Because he got suspended 10 games, he lost... $835,000. See, like, that's not worth being high on a plane. Plus, he has a bonus of $1.1 million that would have he would have gotten by playing in 70 games. So he Yeesh. lost $2 million by eating weed gummies. See, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Like, why, do you, why are you doing that, you know? I mean, he is making $12 million, but I think if you would have said to him beforehand, hey... These gummies are worth $2 million. He would probably not eat them. I would surely hope not. Yeah. Well, Dion is shot. <laughs> That's kind of what I was Literally. getting at, but I wasn't trying to be rude after he was just, like, not doing No, that. I mean, listen, it happens. It, it, to anybody listening who goes through one of those things, let me just exp- try and keep in your mind... That no one in the history of the earth has ever overdosed on weed. So you're going to be fine. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But it just felt yeah, like it was it very weird. A very weird the situation. The problem is they make them gummies taste so damn tasty. You start popping them like you got a bag of Haribos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, see, I mean, there's nothing better than a Haribo gummy bear. I wouldn't know. I but. used to have gummy bears on my rider. I don't even know why. My ri- my rider is sh- just dog shit. What well, what's your rider? You got anything good? Yeah. I'm real crazy. Water. What tea, do you got? Honey. That's about it. Yeah. I keep it simple. You know, we used to do the college shows and get the ball the baller riders. And even then, right. I had the weak. I had the weakest rider. I'd be like, a couple of bottles of booze, bottles of water, and like a fucking box of wheat thins. It was like, what? What is this? Wheat yeah. thins and gummy bears. That you come into my dressing room. That's what we'd have: wheat thins the, and gummy bears. Is this the Wiggles dressing room? Huh? They thought it was the Wiggles. The Wiggles green room. For real, though. When I went, when I met Drake and I was in his dressing room, this motherfucker had steaks, <coughs> oh, I fully, scampi, and fully believe that. He was drinking Santa Margarita by the liter. I was, he, had, he said, "Please help yourself to a glass of wine." I was like, "I will, I will." Speaking of Drake, uh, we could talk about Flogna in a minute, but we should talk about the Raptors. Had a double dip in L.A. this weekend. They Hell beat yeah. the Lakers and lose last night to the Clippers. Did you catch any of that game? I did. I did watch uh, the first half of the Lakers-Raptors because we had it on the green room. There was a nice green room, so we were watching it. Um, the The Raptors are, like, definitely a very respectable team. It's the way they play together. And yep. they have guys that have no business doing what they're doing, but somehow they're doing it. It kind of remind me of like the right. Spurs a couple years ago. Got definitely got a Spurs vibe. Well, like they're they're, they're kind of sneaky. Up, kind of. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. 
And Fred, and Fred, and they, Fred is a baller, yeah. man. He's like one of my new favorite players. Yeah. He's looking like a young me out there. It does look like a young you. It's it's. I mean, I was like, wait a minute, is that the? Oh, it's not. Look, I I, I mean, I gotta echo what you're saying in terms of uh, in terms of the Raptors. They they're like, they're just like plug and play. They, they, yeah. you are right. Very Spurs like like. Yeah. Just got just guys coming at like. Here's Chris Boucher. He played in the G League the last two years, and yeah, now he's fucking he comes good. up, and he's he scored 15 on the Lakers. He had four threes versus the Clippers. It's like, oh, okay. Yep. You know, they got Matt Thomas coming off the bench. <laughs> so I was just going to say. It's like, who are these dudes? Like, who is you know this guy? I mean? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who's Bryn Forbes? Who's Terrence Davis? I don't know, but they mm-hmm. play for the Spurs and the Raptors. And, and they, then, might, they might look, score 11 points. Look, I think Siakam is 25, and frankly, he's one of the best, like best 20 players in the league right now. Siakam is very fucking good. Yeah, his handle is very improved for sure. He's gotten better every year. Yep. Yeah, they're good. Toronto's they're way, good. They're way better than I thought they were at the beginning of the season. I th- I think one of us like had them not making the playoffs, and whoever said that was drunk. It might have been me. Um, I'll look right now. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. They're not <laughs> only making the playoffs; they're like legit. Well, you just look at their roster, actually- and it's it probably doesn't it probably didn't seem that far fetched when we thought that, but when you see them play, they just they play well together. They you had uh, you said Raptors out could see them in. Yeah, and see, like they're I, definitely. I said they were, I said they were a forty-two win team and were making the playoffs. Yeah, I they're think winning. They're probably forty-two. Probably five or they're six seed. Like, yeah, no, they're they're win. This team's winning close to fifty games, in my opinion. The East sucks. Yeah, so they do. they're good. They lost last night to the Clippers. Did you catch any of that game? No, I didn't. Was a good game, so I'm going to talk about the Clippers. A little transition, but yeah. I do like the Raptors a lot. They're super scrappy. If you haven't watched Pascal Siakam, I think you should watch him. He's improved tremendously. He's absolutely an All Star this year. I don't think there's it's for a, sure. I mean, it's a no brain. It's a no brainer. So yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. Last night the Clippers win, but I I think, and PG's coming back. I know. Uh, I can't fucking wait this week. Yep, so PG, Paul George will play in Houston on Wednesday and New Orleans on Thursday. Uh, uh, one of the games he's going to play. So I, I think it, I think they said Thursday. I think I saw that like right before yep. we got on the phone. So that's great for the Clippers, who are obviously playing really well. I mean, they're 7-3. and three. Uh, They're figuring it out. But um, my opinion, watching the Clippers, I've actually watched them now – I don't know, four or five games easily. I went to Clippers Blazers last Thursday. Um, more oh, yeah. Blazers fans and Clippers fans in the building. I mean, there's really? just no Clippers fans in this town. Yeah. Th- I think people who are Clippers fans for the majority in this town are just basketball fans. Like, yes, right, right, there are right. certainly Clippers fans, but like, the place is dead. I mean, comparatively to the Lakers, the place <laughs> is dead. Right, like there's there's people in the building, but no one's gonna be 
upset on the drive there's home not, if they lose. Exactly. There's yeah. no like vibe. You I know got what you. I mean? Not it's yet. It's like at a least. circus too. Like they're shooting cannons and there's yeah, people yeah, yeah. climbing on stilts and there's money coming from the <laughs> ceiling. It's the like are like we juggling. fucking here for a basketball game or the Barnum Bailey Circus, man? The dude that was like juggling and like standing on top of chairs and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that that was halftime this week. Yeah, that game. And then the guy brought his baby up. It was crazy. Anyways, (laughs) if there's one thing I've noticed about the Clippers, they need a point guard. They need a playmaker. Mm. Because, I mean, I know Kawhi Kawhi last night had nine assists, and I know Kawhi's trying to be more of a playmaker this year, but that's not Kawhi's game. I mean, uh, look, Kawhi is, is good enough where he can do it in spurts for sure. Paul George will come back. He's not like I'm talking about like a guy who can set up an offense, break down a D and and help people, you know, make plays, help people score. Lou Williams is by far their best at that. But you know, lose a score first guy. I think the Clips need a a, a guy who can who can run the one and, and play make for them. I think that's going to be uh, integral to them, and you talk about the Lakers. They got guys who make plays for people, and obviously the best one, LeBron. You talk about the Nuggets. They got Jokic. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about real, got real playmaking ability. I, I don't necessarily see that from the Clippers. Actually, um, <coughs> very, obviously, very good defensive team, but um, watched them a few times now this year, and I feel like that's something that might come back to haunt them. Especially, yo, like last night, the Raptors said, fuck it, we're going to blitz and trap Kawhi and and get the ball out of his hand and nine turnovers. And they were in the game right until the very end. Mm -hmm. And if Van Vliet had a better game, Siakam had a better game, they could have taken taken two in L.A. So, what if they What if they got Lonzo? Lonzo would be perfect for them. So, what's the problem? Let's get Lonzo back to L.A. Right, Lonzo back to L.A. Lonzo on the Clippers, giving it to the, <coughs> giving it back to, um, yeah. That would suck because I would LA. have to root for them. Yeah, but I don't think it's a finished team. That's all I'd say. I think. Okay. I think. Good, good team, scrappy team. Yeah. The game I went to, Kawhi had eighteen in the fourth. Not bad. He has. It's like. It's like quiet. You know what I mean? Everything is quiet about yeah, Kawhi. Of course. That's that's who he is. That's what you should expect. It's like him. you don't even you don't even realize, you know what I mean? He's like just slowly backing people down and hitting mid range jumpers and you're like, Oh, he has thirty four. Yep. Um so that 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 that's an observation I had from before with those guys. But overall good squad. Uh I don't know. What else, bro? Speaking of the Raptors, Drake got booed off of Flognaw, Camp Flognaw, a music festival stage uh, out here in L.A. Any Anything you want to say about that? It's got to be the corniest shit of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's just... For real, though. The, the entitlement of the fans is just like, are you fucking serious? Like, Tyler's just trying to put on a festival with people that he likes. He brings out the biggest yeah. artist in the world, a massive look, and everyone's like, 
I thought it was going to be Frank Ocean. Boo. It's, are you it's booing, crazy. And Tyler you're was booing Drake? Yeah, it's crazy. What, are you out of your fucking mind? He handled it well. Uh, he just had so a funny-ass Instagram post. What was his Instagram post? I didn't see that. He said, uh, plot twist, just signed a 20-year residency to do Flogna. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. That's hilarious. So, <coughs> yeah. I mean, the, just, just more evidence that Drake is the fucking man, even when people are trying to hate on him. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, Flagnall has a certain kind of audience. It's definitely more of a, you know, fucking supreme drop, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. off white, everything left field kind of vibe. But like, yeah, hype beast shit. We're, everybody likes Drake, bro. Everybody of course, likes like, Drake. yeah. People but that's that were why there, that, that crowd don't him. like Drake because everybody likes Drake. It's, <coughs> exactly. It can be contrarian for, it's being contrarian for contrarian's sake that's what i was and that's why tyler was like stop with that stop that's what i was gonna say like those people there that were booing him do not dislike him like it's fucking impossible they just wanted to be like oh like i don't think we're supposed to like this because we're here and i know everyone else here is like on some against the grain shit so we just gotta boo this guy And look, Frank Ocean fans go crazy about Frank Ocean. And I, I honestly, I think Frank Ocean is a great artist and has some incredible songs. But, like, yeah. he's so overrated it hurts. I'm sorry, bro. Actually, you know what? <clears throat> I was talking about this and I was thinking about this in the van the other day. Uh-huh. I think that I think that Channel Orange is my favorite album of all time. It's a masterpiece. I mean, I'll give it to you. It's incredible. I mean, there's no... Look... When I, was I really mean overrated, about I just mean overrated in a sense of like, he puts out a song last week and I just thought it was bullshit. And like yeah, it Frank was. Frank Stans would be like, this is the greatest thing ever. Kind of, kind of like the Kanye stands where it's like, yeah, yeah. you could fart on a microphone and be like, oh my God, he just, he's just the, the most innovative human being ever. Sure. And it's like, bro. For nah. sure. But I mean, there's like, something to be said about the the people in that category and there's not many they've kind of that's true earned the right to have dumbass fans because they've been so great before um so i mean i'm not totally mad at it but i do agree like that last song was was pretty weak but i think channel orange is i mean i, I, even, I really do I, think I wasn't that's even the best like od crazy on i wasn't od crazy on blonde you know me neither I mean? me neither but I've, like i've heard it 10 times or less you know what I mean? But, I mean, Channel <coughs> Orange is a masterpiece. And, like, bro, even Nostalgia Ultra, like, bro, I fucking... Yeah, unbelievable. I know every lyric of that, of that Me project. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Me too. So, no question. I, I, I but, might perform but, it you tonight. know, look. Frank fans are crazy like that. You know, but... And it's like, yeah, I get it. It's hard enough because Frank is so freaking elusive <laughs> to even catch him. So, it's like, yeah. maybe it's not about seeing Drake. It's more along the lines of, like... Oh, yeah. we're not seeing Frank. They were let you know down. I mean? But yep. Yeah, and I get it, but it's not the way to do it. Hell no, it's just corny. You know, but you know, look, people, you know, people pay their pay their money to see a show, but Frank wasn't a part of the bill, and supposedly the the secret was kind of like out already before the show. So it's right. like, you know, you didn't buy a ticket thinking that Frank would be was different. Be there. So if that was like you're a not Frank. Entitled, if that was like a Frank yeah. headlining show, everyone paid money to see Frank. 
then I could I could then like, they're entitled to be pissed for totally. sure. Yeah, this is a fucking yeah. festival, guys. You don't understand. I mean, for, and I just talked to somebody this morning that I play ball with, um, who was there and they said it was dope and Brock Hampton killed it and sick. YG was up there. I mean, overall, it sounded like good vibes, but. I get it. Like, you think you're going to see Frank, and you're not. That sucks. And I've been to festivals where the rumor mill starts picking up mm-hmm. about secret guests. And that mm-hmm. that shit's like a tidal wave. Like, one time I was at yeah. Fader Fort in Austin, Texas, because we were doing South By. And the whole rumor was Jay-Z was going to be there. Jay-Z's coming. Jay-Z's coming. And that shit got so crazy. And then... I think it ended up being like Cameron, but it, and it was dope. Yeah. But it was like not Jay Z. You know what I mean? And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It definitely fucks <laughs> up your your like your your vibe a little bit, especially like for somebody like me who like loves Jay Z, and like that crowd loves Frank Ocean. So I'm sure the wave picked up. Like crazy, right. like oh, right. Frank's coming, Frank's coming, like nah, bro. But it's still whack because I'm pretty sure no one was booing Cameron at that show. Definitely not. Everyone had a blast, and that's, and that's the difference. And that's the whack shit. That's the difference for sure. Yep. That's the difference for sure. Um, <clears throat> yeah. All right. What else? What else? Um, what, what did you uh did you happen to pull up Reddit? Is there anything spicy on there? <clears throat> Booty hole July. Yeah, just hot been kind of going through it. Little Celtics, little Raptors, little Clippers. We've kind of touched on all that. Oh, Steph Curry, this is hilarious. Somebody asked Steph Curry, "Do you ever send shoes to your haters?" He goes, "Not yet. We might have to set up a service like that, though. Might have to send them to MJ." <laughs> wow, that's good. That's good. Uh, speaking of the Warriors, D'Lo is averaging career highs in points, field goal percentage, true shooting. The whole kit and caboodle. He's scoring 26 a game. but Yeah, I think you can expect yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got the he got the green light, bruh. Right. Yeah, I mean, who the hell else? <clears throat> Bro, it's so crazy what their team is. It's crazy. It's – they got, got – I mean, their whole Bro, roster is – who the fuck is Eric Pascal – I don't Who know, bro, but he's scoring. He's getting buckets, dude. He's playing like 33 minutes. He scored 30. I watched one game versus, I think it was versus the Blazers. He scored 35. He just came out the Drew League or what? No, I, I think he went to Nova. He, he went to Fordham, actually, which is by me, where I grew up. It's random. And went to uh went to Villanova for three years and like was a you know, Big East player. Kind of guy, you know, like uh, conference, all-conference all kind of guy, you know, four-year college player and came in the league. And, I mean, dude, I watched the one game. He scored 35. I'm like, who? who is this dude? He's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, they got uh, – This kind of goes to show you, like – They got Jordan Poole playing 32 minutes. I'm looking at it now. They got Jordan Poole playing 32 minutes. Glenn Robinson the third playing 26 minutes. What the fuck is going on here? I have no idea, but they're going to be awful. I mean, they're two and nine. They'll be luck if they don't bring anyone back. They'll be lucky to win twenty five. It's crazy. They're trying to tank anyway. They don't care. But it's a weird watch, man. That's one of those teams. I'm like, who? Like, what is happening out here? Yeah. What is happening? 
I don't know. I really don't know. I really. It's it's crazy. Um, but shouts to Eric Pascal for getting buckets. This goes to show you, right? Yeah, like, for dudes sure. Dudes get opportunities. You never know. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, he'll probably get paid, you know, next year or some shit. Just I mean, he, he's he's definitely an NBA player. Yeah, I mean, based on the, the numbers, like, he can compete, obviously, but it's like, who the hell would have known this? Who's this guy? Now, let me ask you a question. I, w- I would love that. Wise. Who Do you know who Hong Kong F- Freedom Fighters is in your fantasy basketball league? Um, No, I don't. Not off the okay, top of my so head. There's some guy. I'm going to look at the app right now. Some dude named Dan. Dan, no, I don't know him. Okay, so we got a guy in our fantasy basketball league. I'm going to read you some of the trades he sent to me. Let's see if I can find him. That's going to be ready? good. ready? Because then That's I be offered good. him one back. You ready? Hold on. Let's <coughs> I thought they were being my email. Let's see. Because this shit right here, dog, I'm like. Are you Dude, crazy, thank you dog? for saying this because I did not set my lineup today. Yeah, I didn't set mine last yesterday. Completely forgot, but I was lucky enough where everyone on my team is just getting hurt. Bro. It's so in. annoying. It's kind of a it, the, the daily fantasy thing is just it's, it's not it's not easy. Oh, it's the wrong email. That's why. Set it up to a different email. Here we go. Give me one second. Now, De'Aaron Fox is yeah. hurt. And fucking this guy's hurt. Justice Winslow's back out. Eric Gordon's hurt. Just picked him up. Great. I got Andrew Wiggins, who might be most improved player. He's been hooping. <coughs> Too bad he still sucks. Well, maybe not anymore. Well, he could always score, um, man. Yes, but he's playing well. He's playing efficient, and he's hitting threes now. Because yeah, they, yeah. they pretty much said, just stop. Shooting long twos, you dumbass, and shoot threes. All right, so here we go. Here is one trade proposal. Homie comes at me and goes, yo, trade me, Trey Young and Joel Embiid. I have them. Mm -hmm. For Marvin Bagley, who's hurt. Mm -hmm. Marcus Aldridge and Jeremy Lamb, who just was picked off off the waiver wire. Wow. He wanted Trey Young and Embiid. Yeah. So then he... Then he goes, Joel Embiid, Aaron Gordon, and Bradley Beal for LaMarcus Aldridge, Jaleel Okafor, and Jeremy Lamb. All right, he was clearly, he was just trying to, he was just trying to get. How fucking disrespectful is this dude? (laughs) So here's what I fucking, here's what I, here's what I send him. Send me Kemba, Giannis, and Aldridge for Devontae Graham, Cody Zeller, and Colin Sexton. And I write in 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 the offer. I write, stop sending me bullshit ass trades. That's hilarious. <clears throat> Tell your man's. You know what's fucking- even funnier? The fact that you have Cody Zeller on your team. Cody Zeller's doing work right now, dog. Cody Zeller is hella ugly. I would never pick him up. Just because of how he looks. Yep. Then you better never fucking pick up fucking Alex Caruso. I'm thinking about it. Because they, they look like they could be brothers. That's GQ right Cody's there. Out, Cody Zeller right now is good for 13 and 10 with an assist and a block. Let's go. Yo, did you see uh, 
Slam Magazine post this photo of Alex Caruso looking like fucking George Costanza? No, but I've got to check it. There's no That's reference hilarious. to George Costanza. I just threw that in there, but he looks fucking crazy. Yeah, Alex, Alex Caruso got work, got work on a lot. Here's my hot take of the week. Sure. All right? No. <clears throat> if Alex Caruso, if Alex, Alex Caruso shaves his head before this season, Lakers are winning yeah. the championship. What if he gets a wig? Lakers are winning the championship if he shaves his head. Lakers are just an ugly ass team, but they got they got hoopers. Hey, what are you gonna do? I don't know. Let's get to schedule and get out of Dodge. All right. We're at uh forty five. I might minutes. be on the Dwight train, by the way. Oh <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa, bro. Whoa, bro. You just you that was way too casual, fam. That's how I attended it. Because I don't want to talk Dwight about Howard it. Howard, what is your fucking arch enemy? What because happened? I'm not, I'm not all the way, I'm not all the way decided. But like, hit. Give me it a just, percentage. For some reason, <clears throat> it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it looks like he actually likes basketball. Right. And that's real weird. He's currently shooting eighty percent from the field. So. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like my chances. I will say he looks a lot quicker with the uh, the thinner frame. His defense is fucking so good. Yeah, I mean he's really he's kind of guarding everyone. Because he's it like seems like him being a little like thinner is adding to his speed, which is he's kind of being able to. He's real switchy, being able to guard. Like it, well. Uh, I mean, fuck all that. That's great. But it looks like he's just, like, trying. Like, it looks like he's paying attention during the game. Right. Which is great. Wow. If wow. you can get Dwight Howard to pay attention, he might be half decent. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, you know, LeBron LeBron, LeBron might have had to give him a stern talking to. He used to be that you kid, like... You also got to think of it like this. I mean, Dwight Howard eventually might have said to himself, okay... I've now been on a different team the last five years. Right. I've been on the Rockets, the Hawks, the Hornets, the Wizards, and now the Lakers. Mm-hmm. There might be a reason why this is occurring. So maybe I'm just a dickhead. Because if you're not a dickhead, you most likely won't end up on a different team for five straight seasons. Right. So, it, you know, I mean, I know he's always been immature, but you know, he's 34 years old. Maybe he's just like, oh, shit, I'm hanging on by a thread here. I'm playing le- with LeBron. Let me just go play my ass off. But don't you think if it's if the case was uh, he just didn't care, then he would just be like, all right, I'm out. I made enough money. I don't know. Dwight seems like he's always been like one of these guys where it's like he can't make up his damn mind. He's the it's dude like that's... One day he's like this, another day he's like this. He he kind of just goes where the wind blows. He's a kid in right field like fucking building ant farms and shit and then the ball gets hit to him and he's like, oh shit, I should probably go get that. Yeah, but he's also seven feet tall and jacked out of his mind. And a millionaire. Yeah. And he plays professional Well, that's sports. interesting. I'm happy to hear that you're... That's interesting. We're gonna have to monitor your Dwight Howard index. We're gonna Here's get a the Dwight. Thing. Here's the thing. Let, let's yep. let's be all the way fair. 
and and up mm. front. If he wasn't on the Lakers, I would still be talking hell of shit about him. Right. So I just want to put that out there. I'm biased now because I'm actually well the full actually paying we attention the and full watching transparency for sure. <clears throat> like I would not even be paying attention to Dwight Howard at all if he wasn't on the Lakers. I'd just be like, right. yeah, fuck Dwight Howard. I'm out. He's done. He's he had his chance. I'm, I'm done with him. Right. But I'm trying to. I don't know. I'm trying to like it because I'm. No, I know you, I'm going to be watching him. You know. And you know he's playing well. Yeah, he is. He actually is playing so you, well. So I got to give him. So credit. you can't. You you can't hate on that. His haircut though. That, you got to get that the fuck out of here. I'm telling you, the the Lakers are like an all bad haircut team. This dude looks like he's in SpongeBob or some shit. Yeah, I mean between him, LeBron, Caruso, it's, oof, it's not it's not good for him. It's not good, not good haircut team. It's not. Even Kuzma is looking a little crazy out there. So I don't know, y- y'all, y'all got to get it together. <coughs> well, we're winning games, so I don't give a hell. I don't give a heck, dude. You are running game. You are. All right, let's get to the schedule over here. Cool, cool. And then let's keep it moving. Dylan's cool. got a show. I got a session. Oh, yeah. All right, I gotta Tuesday. Go to it sure. is Tuesday. We'll, you get this up today, so we start on Tuesday? Um, I think so. Groovy. Tonight you got the Hawks at the Nuggets. Might be tomorrow. I don't you know. also have the Lakers at the Suns, <laughs> and the Suns are, Suns are playing well. Yeah, Lakers are going to lose that game. <clears throat> Maybe. I can see it coming. Like Rubio's hooping. I've always I liked Rubio. That's my guy. I like he, the Look, if you've ever played basketball, you can't never not like playing with a point guard who gets everybody involved. Of course. Those are the best dudes to play with. That's why Lonzo's my guy. you've played with a great point guard, like Rubio always had, like has great vision, great vision, and like is not so bad at shooting where it's like he's unplayable. Like Alfred Payton, yeah, who yeah, can't yeah. shoot. Like Rubio is capable. I, I, I'm just, I've, of course, a couple of years ago the Knicks were talking about getting him, and I was like, please, because I just, lo- I love his game. Absolutely. He's a stallion. There's not a there's not a it's not a coincidence that it was the Jazz were good when he was there and now the Suns are better. Teams For sure. run better with a playmaker. Trust me. As somebody who's played basketball my whole life, I have always played better next to a guy who's going to find me and for an open shot rather than have to dribble around all damn day. It makes life easier for anybody <laughs> playing with them. I don't know why you, you, you don't got to convince me, man. I understand, and I agree. I know, but for the listeners out there who be sleeping on guys like Ricky Rubio, <laughs> don't sleep. All right. You got your Continuing point, Continuing on. Wednesday night, you have a little Clippers at Rockets. I have not watched the Rockets this year. Speaking of playmakers. Hmm. Well, be, um, I'll tune that's, into that's, that. That's got to be a national television game. It is. It's on ESPN. Yeah. Then the Warriors are on TV against the Lakers, but Horrible. I think that was scheduled without the knowledge. For sure. For and then sure. Uh, you got uh, Raptors at Blazers, if you're into that. Thursday night, two TNT games. KP comes back to the Garden. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be able to what watch it because Ch- I have a show in Boston. Booze. But what do you sucks. think? Easily booze. Yep. Easily. I agree. <laughs> 
All right, and then uh, the night game is the Nets at the Nuggets. Cool. Kind Friday, of. two ESPN games. Jazz at Grizz, Celtics at Warriors. Ew. Yep. Saturday, you get a little... Yeah, nothing really going. I mean, you got... Um, <clears throat> Hawks at the Hawks at the Clippers here. Raptors at the Mavs. Mm. Sunday. Uh, Trey Young in L.A. Lakers versus the Lakers. Hell yeah! First, I gotta appreciate that. Anytime Wait, that's you can watch. that's Sunday. Yep, that's tight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to watch it. All right, dope man. Well, get back <coughs> on the road out there. I have a show every day this week. I'm in Richmond tonight, D.C. tomorrow, uh, Boston on Thursday the 14th, Brooklyn, New York on the 15th, and Asbury Park, New Jersey on the 16th. Uh, that so, is a week. Save yeah. your voice. Dude, my voice is good. Now that I have my in-ears, like, I'm fucking Gucci. Like, I'm not over-singing shit. I'm not sick at all. I'm fucking good. Like, I sound good. The man knows what he's doing. Go catch him on tour and buy tickets. I'm a goddamn to our professional. Show at the Echo. And that's that. All right, bro. Stay yes, safe on the, on the road. I'll send you this later. All right, bro. I'll talk to you. Thank you. Peace. Peace.